With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. David's Bridal, where brides and bridesmaids get fabulously dressed. We let our friends pick out what we wear. Show off our dance moves. Obsess over every little detail. Hold your hand through it all. Smile bravely when it's time to let go. Make your dreams come true. The things we do for love. Only at David's Bridal. Mother, why did Daddy switch to Postum? Your father says there's no caffeine in Postum. Nothing to spoil your sleep. And your father knows best. It's Father Knows Best, transcribed in Hollywood, starring Robert Young as Father. A half-hour visit with your neighbors, the Andersons. Brought to you by Instant Postum, the good-tasting drink that's entirely caffeine-free, and by Post 40% Brand Flakes, America's largest-selling brand flakes. Ah, progress. How the ingenuity of man has brightened and broadened this world we live in. Not so long ago, a man who wanted to go someplace in a hurry invented the automobile. Then another fellow came along who wanted to go someplace still faster, and he invented the airplane. And then came the fellow who wanted somebody to stay with the children while he was gone, and he invented the babysitter. What does all this have to do with the Andersons of 607 Maple Street? Well, we'll see. It's along about 5 o'clock at the White Frame House, and here comes Jim Anderson home from work. Like this. Margaret, I'm home. Hello, dear. Well, how's everything, honey? <laughs> Any excitement today? Oh, all kinds of things have been happening. You have no idea how exciting it's been in the house. Really? Oh, yes. Yes, I found Bud's necktie in the vacuum cleaner. Uh, the hinge came loose on the shower door. Oh, and a letter you mailed two months ago came back because of insufficient postage. <laughs> well, things have been humming around here, I'll tell you. How was your day? Oh, pretty busy. Helen, the bookkeeper, had to leave early. Her daughter's going to some big dance tonight. Oh? And one of the salesmen got in from Chicago. What's that red spot on your wrist? Oh, that? I was bitten. Dog? No, child. I met Bob Kirby in front of the bank. He had little George with him. Believe me, Margaret, that youngster should be in a cage. Mm. I've heard he was an active child. Active? While Bob and I were talking, he tried to take my wristwatch off. With his teeth. If I had a child like that, I'd put him in a school or something. Oh, speaking of school, there was some excitement today. What happened? Did Bud get a passing grade in arithmetic? <laughs> no, no. This is something that'll make you very happy. You know how long you've been wanting to get on the school board. Yeah. Well, Mr. Otis called this afternoon and said for us to be sure to attend the annual school board meeting tonight. Oh, is that tonight? Mm-hmm, it's tonight. And they're electing three new members. He wants to nominate you. Well, 
How do you like that? Mm-hmm. He's sure you'll be elected. Being nominated for the school board. Hi, Daddy. Hello, kitten. Did you hear about it, Daddy? You're going to be one of the boards in the school. <laughs> yes, I heard about it. Do you think they'd want a rough old board like me in your school? Sure. Oh, hi, Dad. You home? Well, there's somebody here in my clothes. <laughs> I think it's me. Can I have something to eat? No, it's too close to dinner time, Angel. Uh, are you going to take that job on the school board, Dad? Well, if I'm nominated and then I'm elected, I will. That's quite an honor, you know. What's a school board? It's a bunch of guys that are bored with school. All right, bud. Is it, Daddy? No, kitten. They're a group of people who help the people of town run the schools. It's a very important job. If that's Ralph, I don't want to talk to him. Hello? Yes, she's here, but... uh... Is that Ralph? Yes. Let me talk to him. (laughs) Hello? Well, I'm just crushed with sorrow, but I already have another date tonight. Come on, bud. Let's move into the den. Holy cow. Oh, yes. Don't think you can call me up Gee, the night Daddy, of the dance if you get today. on the school board, you'll be a big wheel. Oh, it's not that, son. It's just that it's an honor and a fine opportunity to serve the community. I've always wanted to take a more active part in these things. I guess everybody in town must be going to the meeting. Everybody's looking for babysitters tonight. Oh? Yeah, Mrs. Walker even asked me if I wanted to sit with their baby tonight. They must be desperate. You turned it down? Yeah, babies. Joe Phillips said Mrs. Roberts asked him. He said no. Hmm, guess all the girls are going to that dance tonight. Oh, how I hate men. Well, all but one. Father, what would you think of a boy who'd call up two hours before a dance and ask for a date? I'd say he was a thorough cad. You're so right. I've decided I'm going to devote my life to higher things, Father. I'm going to dedicate myself to humanity. Fine idea. And I know where you can start. Tonight. Where? Right here in the neighborhood. A lot of people want to go to the school board meeting tonight, and they can't find babysitters. It's the meeting for Dad's going to be nominated. Yeah, I know. Gee, and I'd be helping you, too, wouldn't I, Father? Well, that's not the point, Princess. You'd be rendering a valuable service to the community. And make a little money besides. That's a sensational idea, Father. And maybe I could help a lot of people. See, there's Jamie Liggett. She doesn't have a date tonight. And Cheryl Clark said she wasn't going to the dance. And I know there's a bunch of others... I could find babysitters for everybody. Great. Good thinking. Oh, it was your idea. Hand me the extension. Who I call first? Mrs. Walker. They don't have anybody. Let's see. Their number is 691. Gee, I'm beginning to feel like a crusader already. Yeah? Wait till those babies start hollering. Hello? Ms. Walker? This is Betty Anderson. Are you still looking for someone to stay with little Judy tonight? Well, what time do you want to leave? Okay, I'll have someone over there. You're welcome. Goodbye. How was that, Father? Oh, you're rolling, Princess. You're going to be the pride of Springfield. I wonder who else. Mrs. Roberts. She was talking to Joe. Mrs. Roberts. What's their number? I think it's 557. Dinner's on. Wash your hands, bud. I'm getting babysitters for tonight, Mother. For people who want to go to the school board meeting. Oh, well, that's fine. Hello. Mrs. Roberts? This is Betty Anderson. Fine, thank you. Miss Roberts, I heard you were looking for someone to stay with Lynn tonight. Well, I think I can help you out. All right, I'll have somebody there at 7.15. Oh, sure, do you know somebody else? Mrs. Kirby? All right, will you tell her I'll have somebody there to stay with George? 
Yes, 7.15. You're very welcome. Goodbye. You see, there's three already, Mother. Well, I'm very proud of you, dear. Just be careful who you send over to the Kirby's to take care of little George. Don't send any of your good friends. Why not? I fear that many babysitters have made that trip, and some have not returned. <laughs> oh, Jim. George is just a normal, active six-year-old. Take my advice, Princess. Whoever draws that assignment should be equipped with a padded suit, a baseball bat, and the phone number of the police department. <laughs> oh, you're exaggerating, dear. Come on, everything's on the table. Let's go, bud. Yeah, I'm starved. I'll be there in a minute, Mother. I want to see if I can line up some more people. Before you make any more deals, Princess, I suggest you call your babysitters. All right, I'll do that. But have you washed your hands? Sure, I washed them. Yesterday? No, it was today. Go wash. Holy cow. Ah, scalloped potatoes. Margaret, do uh, you think this tie is a little too loud to wear to the meeting? No, I don't think it will disturb anybody. Why? I don't know. I just seem to think it might be a little flashy if I'm going to be nominated to the school board. <laughs> You're really looking forward to this, aren't you? Well, it's quite an honor, after all. Not everybody is asked to serve on the school board. Kathy, come to the table. I'm coming. Bud. I'm here. Potatoes, please. Would you like me to serve them to you in the air or wait till you land? <laughs> Mommy, are you going to the meeting tonight with Daddy? I wouldn't miss it for anything. Well, it's all arranged, practically. Cheryl's line was busy, but I talked to Janie, and it's solid with her, and she's going to call Cheryl. Which one is going to stay with little George? I think I'll let Cheryl go over to the Kirby's. She's the biggest. Well, it was nice to have known, Cheryl. Oh, Father, you make him sound like a little monster. Well, I didn't say anything. Fact is, I'm very proud of you, Princess, for rounding up your friends. Nothing should be allowed to keep people away from these meetings. Well, the babysitting idea was all yours, Father. You deserve all the credit. Daddy's going to be a school board. He isn't going to be a board, lame brain. He's going to be on the board. Oh, that's probably Cheryl. Take it in the breakfast room, dear. Hello? Oh, hi, Cheryl. Did Janie call you? You can't. Uh-oh. I thought you weren't going to the dance. Gee, can you think of anybody else? Oh, fine. Have a simply splendid time. Goodbye. Oh, this is just dandy. Cheryl has a date. Now, I'll have to go to the Kirby's, and Janie will go to the Walker's. But who'll go to the Roberts? What about the Kirby's? Yeah, who gets in the ring with gorgeous George? <laughs> For goodness sake, where's Bud? I'm coming. Who was at the door? That was Mrs. Kirby. Oh? Uh -huh. Oh, happy day. Did she stop to say they didn't need a babysitter? No, they brought George over. George? Yeah. Here he is. Hi. Oh. Hello, George. Hi. Uh, have you had your dinner, Georgie? Yep. Hi, George. Hi. His folks are going out to dinner before the meeting. They wanted to know if it was okay to leave him here. Kathy, uh, why don't you go in the living room with George? Alone? <laughs> Well, uh, Bud will go with you, won't you, Bud? Oh, gee, Dad, I'm too young to die. <laughs> Come on, George. Goodbye, cool world. 
Oh, this is just peachy. I have to go to the Walkers. Mother has to go to the Roberts. Who's going to stay here and take care of George? We can't leave him here with Bud and Kathy. We can't take him with us. Well, call Mr. Otis. Tell him I can't get to the meeting. Oh, Father, no. I don't know what else we can do, dear. Fill up my plate, Margaret. We've always wondered if this house would stand up in a tornado. Well, we'll find out tonight. Well, now before the storm at the Andersons really breaks, let's take this moment of calm for a word from our friend Ed Prentice. Ed has some mighty good advice for you, especially if you haven't been as calm lately as you'd like to be. Ed? Say, friend, how have you been feeling these days? Have you been sort of jittery, on edge? Well, it could be the caffeine in your coffee or tea that's been bothering you, stealing your sleep and making you nervous. I know because caffeine bothered me plenty until I switched to Postum. Good old instant Postum. Why don't you make the switch yourself? Believe you me, Hostum really works. It ought to. It's absolutely caffeine-free. Contains no caffeine. None whatsoever. So you see, instant Hostum is a good hot drink you can enjoy anytime without risking coffee nerves, without losing your sleep. Now, of course, caffeine doesn't bother everybody. Lots of folks can handle it okay. But if it troubles you, just make that simple, easy switch to Hostum. Try Postum for 30 days. Why not? See if you're not sleeping better, looking and feeling better, too. Thanks to instant Postum. Oh, and say, the kids will like Postum, too. And, of course, you can give them Postum often because there's nothing in Postum to harm them. Yes, sir, Postum's the drink for the whole family. Get a jar tomorrow. Well, you wouldn't think a public meeting with the local school board would cause much of a disturbance, but it's certainly creating havoc in the white frame house on Maple Street. Jim Anderson, who just a short time ago was preparing to be nominated for a membership on the board, now finds himself saddled for the evening with the job of babysitter for Bud, Kathy, and one six-year-old George Kirby, reputed to possess the destructive power of a Sherman tank and the disposition of a wounded tiger. How does Jim feel about this turn of fortune? Not good. Well, Margaret, Betty promised she'd have somebody to take care of, George. She can't go back on her word. I know, dear, but you should go to that meeting. It's just that all the girls are going to that ridiculous dance tonight. I've tried to think of somebody I could get, Father. There just isn't a soul. Well, it's only that I've waited so long to get on the school board. Do you have to be there to be nominated? Oh, Margaret, do you think they'd consider anyone for a position on the board if he couldn't even get to the meeting? Oh, I suppose not. Wait. I think I know how we can do it, dear. The Walkers live just a couple of doors from Clyde and Edna Roberts. I'll take the Roberts baby over to the Walkers, where Betty's going to be. She can take care of both of them, and I'll get back here in time for you to go to the meeting. Not bad. Daddy? What, kitten? I'm worried about George. What's wrong, Angel? He isn't doing anything. Well, where's Bud? He's in there watching him. Well, we have to go, Betty. I'll get back as soon as I can, dear. What are you going to do, Mother? Well, I'll explain on the way over. Goodbye, dear. Goodbye, honey. What are we going to do with George? We'll see, kitten. 
Oh, Bud, uh, come in the den a minute, will you? What you want, Dad? I uh, want to talk to you and Kathy. Uh, do you think you can uh, entertain little George while I pick up the dinner dishes? I got a better idea, Dad. What? You entertain him and we'll pick up the dishes. I'll even wash him and dry him. Well, I just thought you kids might play some games with him or something. Not me, Daddy. I see him at school. Oh? He chases kids, even gives them a hit in the head. <laughs> George's father was taking a shower one day. George got a stool and poured a can of paint over the top of the shower door. Oh, no. His father was green. <laughs> None of the kids will play with him at school. His own father won't play with him. Doesn't he have any brothers or sisters? No, there's just him. Hmm. All right, you kids go out and clean up the dishes. I'll go in and sit with George. Poor Daddy. If you need help, Dad, just holler. I think I can manage. <clears throat> well, hello there, Georgie. Hi. Hey, those look like new shoes. Yep. Bet you just got those this morning. Yep. Well, you're a pretty fine little boy. I'm a stinker. <laughs> what? You? Oh, no, I don't think so. Everybody says I am. Well, I don't believe it. You know how I can tell you're a regular fellow? How? Because you have pennies behind your ears. Do I? Sure you do. Look here, I'll bet I can find a penny behind this ear right here. That tickles. Well, what do you know? Here it is. Just growing right on your head there. Did you find that back there? Sure. I knew you were a fine fella. Hey, and look here. Penny on the other side, too. How do you do that? Why, they were just sticking right on your head there. Let me look behind yours. No, you don't have any. Well, I guess I don't know how to grow them. You'll have to show me the trick. I don't know how I do it. Do you like to ride on trains, George? Sure. All right. Let's you and I take a train ride. How? Well, I'll show you. Uh, you sit up here on my lap like this. Now, we've got a little train that's just big enough for you and me. And we're sitting up in the cab of the engine. Can you see all right down the tracks there? Yeah. Well, we've got a big, long string of cars behind us. And we're going to take our train on a long trip. Now, where will we go? Let's go out west. All right. We're going out where the cowboys are. Now, take a good look down the track. Be sure there's no cows or anything out there. Nope, I don't see any. Okay, you're the engineer. Uh, let's give her some steam. Okay. Oh, boy, we've got a heavy load on this train. Think we can pull it? I'll give her some more steam. Hey, now we're going. Hey, Dad. What? Huh? How's it going? We got a train, bud. A train? Where's the train? Right here. We're the engine. Want to get on? I do. Come on, bud. Who, me? I'm on. Get on, bud. We're behind schedule. Okay, but... All aboard. All aboard. Ready, Mr. Anderson? Sure. Turn on the steam. Blow the whistle. I hope it stays on the track. Oh, this is a solid train. She'll get us there. Hold on. We're going around a curve. Look at her go. You're a good engineer, George. I'll get you there. Hey, Dad. What goes with George? What? 
Has he slugged you yet? I got pennies behind my ears. You got what? Say, we're out on the prairies. It's getting dark. We better stop the train and camp for the night. Okay, I'll put on the brake. <sighs> All right, we're stopped. Boy, our little train's tired from that long run. Let's give it a rest and we'll make camp. Now, stake out the horses, bud. We got horses? Sure. Sure, they were on the train. Kathy, you go out and forage for food, and uh, George and I will put up the camp. I'll get some cookies and milk out of the kitchen. That'll be our chow. Yeah, let's eat. Is this our camp here? Yeah, right down here between the two chairs. That's good and protected. If there are any unfriendly Indians, they won't see our campfire. If my daddy comes, we'll hide. Oh, no, he's a friendly Indian. We're a long way from home, aren't we? Yeah, we're way out in the Wild West. Big mountains out there against the sky. Cowboys watching the cattle. This is sure fun. Yeah, this is the life. Mr. Anderson, do you like me? Why, sure I do, George. Nobody else does. Well, I'll tell you, everybody wants to like you. They won't play with me. Well, maybe they think you don't want to play with them. But I do. Well, George, it's just like it used to be back in the days when the first white men traveled out into the Indian country. Some of the white men had heard that the Indians were very bad, so they went right out and started shooting at the Indians. Well, the Indians said, white man bad, and they started shooting too. They had a lot of trouble. Weren't the Indians bad? Well, not all of them. Now, some white men were wiser than the others. They didn't start right out shooting. They made friends with the Indians, didn't try to hurt them. And the Indians trusted these white men and liked them, and they showed them where to find food and water. Really? Sure. And it's uh, the same thing with you and the other children. If you show them you want to be their friend, like those first white men did with the Indians, then they'll be friends to you, and everybody will like you. You think so? Why, sure. You try it tomorrow and see. Okay. You know, partner, the cattle are all bedded down. The moon's dipping pretty low over the mountain yonder. It's about time we got a little shut-eye. I'm not sleepy. Well, we'll just sit up here in the chair. This will be a big cave in the hillside. Now, you put your head on my shoulder and keep a sharp eye on those cattle out there. Don't close your eyes. I won't. Sleep, Daddy? Just about. Can I get up on your lap, too? All right. Uh, uh, I'll be very quiet, Kitty. Daddy... George looks different. Hmm? He doesn't look mean at all. He isn't. He's a good little fellow. Thank you, Mr. Anderson. I'll get it, Dad. All right. You two cowboys settle down. Now the cattle are quiet. I don't think we'll have any rustlers tonight. Moon is riding high. Big old stars up there. Hey, Dad, it's Mom on the phone. She's going to come home so that you can go to that meeting. Well, tell her not to bother, bud. 
We have a pretty important meeting right here. For goodness sake, eat post-brand plate. So good and so good for you. You know, that swell little melody always reminds me that life is swell when you keep well. Another thing it reminds me of is new post-40% brand flakes. Because they really are good and so good for you. You see, something wonderful has happened to brand. That's why new post-brand flakes now taste so delicious. Yes, post-brand flakes have a magic oven flavor and crisper texture that's fast making it the favorite cereal of folks everywhere. And important, too, it always gives you those vital keep-regular benefits that Bran is famous for. That's why, Mother, I suggest that you buy new post-40% Bran Flakes when you shop this weekend. They're America's largest-selling Bran Flakes. They're so good. And so good for you. Well, it's a day or two later in the white frame house on Maple Street, and life has resumed its normal pattern. Well, normal for the Andersons. Betty is on the phone talking to Ralph, Bud and Kathy are taking their turn at the dishes, and Jim and Margaret find themselves in possession of that rare prize, a moment to talk to each other. Like this. I've been wondering, dear, how you felt about not being nominated for the school board. Oh, I'm managing to hide my broken heart. I was awfully sorry. Oh, I wasn't really, honey. They got a good man, and... I don't know. I got a real kick out of that evening with little George. By the way, several people have told me there's been a big change in George. Even his mother remarked about it. What'd you say to him the other night? I don't remember. We just talked. He plays with the other children now. He's happy at school. And the most amazing thing, Mrs. Kirby says, is that George and Mr. Kirby have suddenly become great friends. Actually play together. Oh, that's fine. There's just one thing she wanted me to be sure and ask you. Mr. Kirby has got to know. What's that, honey? How do you find pennies behind George's ears? More than five million young drivers have now signed man-to-man or dad-to-daughter agreements with their parents, pledging themselves to safe driving and have become members of the Robert Young Good Drivers Club. Why don't you join, too? Just write Robert Young in care of this NBC station for your copy of the agreement form that will enroll you in the fight against death on our highways. Join us again next week when we'll be back with Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson. Until then... Good night and good luck from the makers of Post 40% Brand Flakes, America's largest selling Brand Flakes, and Instant Postum, the drink that's entirely caffeine-free. In our cast were Helen Strom as Kathy, Dorothy Lovett, Rhoda Williams, Ted Donaldson, and Ronald Keith. It's the best hot cereal you ever ate. Post Wheat Meal, the best hot cereal anybody ever ate. Rich and delicious with a nut-like flavor you'll never want to miss. And hot post-wheat meal is so good for you. Packed full of solid whole wheat nourishment. 
especially good for children. Post-wheat meal takes just three minutes to cook. Get the big family economy size with a picture of Roy Rogers on the package. Post-wheat meal. The best hot cereal you ever ate. Father Knows Best was transcribed in Hollywood and written by Paul West. This is Bill Foreman speaking. Tonight, play Truth or Consequences on NBC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.